everybody. Welcome back to the Vorloff Hour. The first time on video? Yeah, probably. This is crazy. This is what your hosts look like. Oh, my God. You've seen the pictures. You know we're beautiful. You've seen pictures, but you haven't seen us in movement, in moving picture. That's true, unless we posted GIFs, or as someone like to call them, GIFs. Oh, yuck. I know. Big yuck. Big yuck energy. Anyways, we're here at Reunion, Downtown. Iowa City. Yeah. Downtown Iowa City. Downtown Iowa City. Downtown, I mean, I know we're in Iowa City, but there's like three of them, which we'll talk about here soon. But as always, I'm your host, James, your other host, Jack. Hello. And we're joined by Pete, Pete the Brewer. And uh, I'm Noah. I'm the bar manager here at the downtown location. Guys, that's who we're with. You should have introduced yourself just like Pete. Pete said Pete the Brewer. You should have been like Noah, Noah, bar manager. Uh, like I, he I, said it like Brewer is his last name, and you need to have bar manager as your last name now. Yeah, I, I guess I, you know, in this company, I've been a little bit of everything, so I kind of tripped up on that part there. But <laughs> so no, I don't think there's any tripping up to be had. <laughs> Noah's done a lot more than manage bars. Yeah. You were there. Oh, yeah. You were there at the beginning. Yeah, day one. Day one. Day one. Day one. What was your job day one? Uh, also a bar manager, but then I also like cellared, learned how to keg, uh, left a bright tank open one time. Uh, Important bright tank open? A logger just spilled all over me. It was yeah. pretty cool. But, Dude, um, sick. Yeah, learned how to transfer. Have you guys uh, ever unhooked a tri-clamp but not closed the valve? Yes. <laughs> Isn't it fun? Yeah. No. We've, we've had to do um, carbstone replacements, and Ooh. we have unit tanks. That's terrible. Ooh. But that's okay. How does that work? You just get a valve ready? and Literally, someone has the new carbstone ready, and someone is unhooking it, and we put garbage bags on is kind of like ponchos and i i have to take my glasses off because i don't want to get it on there it's terrible and then someone these are we're talking about 20 barrel tanks and then someone rips it out and then one of us jams it in and last time everything was crashed already so it was like 31 degrees i guess with no head pressure that's probably fine well last time we did it with like two two psi and we're like no that's not that much turns out two psi psi over 20 barrels of beer yeah it was the cool. weight of beer is a lot. Yeah, it was great, but it worked. One of you were coming out with a Lua branded poncho, so that way you don't have to do garbage bags anymore. Mm. You guys have a good merch game. One, one of the reunion branded ponchos coming. We we use garbage bags. We, we yeah. Got a little hole in the top. What are we, you guys using them for? Same. What do you do? What? When we used to can at the pub, we oh. would we would wear. Oh gar- really? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, was messy. Long, terrible days. Two cans at a time. Um, there was actually a day we listened to. Uh, What's that song from Star- Cantina Band? Cantina song. Band song on repeat for, how long? for like seven hours. Yeah, multiple days in a row. <laughs> yeah. Why were you Figure doing that? Band and the the uh, well, the noodles. I mean, I we knew, we knew how many <laughs> cases of beer we could can per Cantina Band. Song. It was like two minutes and oh. twenty seven seconds, yeah. and we could do about a case and a half. We're just on repeat. We're just yeah. on repeat. Yeah, it was great. You guys must love jizz. Yeah, I mean, we we, we loved is, it. Yeah, it, it brought you to a manic mind state. It was we get quite it, insane. Can, can I know. I'm just I'm mad because this is the second. Well, this is we've been recording a bit lately, and I went off on a tangent the other night about them trying to get rid of jizz in Star Wars. Have you heard about this? Mm-mm. You know what jizz music in <laughs> Star did, Wars? It's jazz in Star Wars. Oh, like, I didn't know. Like, we, like you got Max we, Rebo. He's a jizz. He's a jizz whaler. Um, I'm getting a thumbs down from the audience. <laughs> this is oh, <laughs> up with jizz, down with jazz. <laughs> Uh, but uh, Max Rebo and his band, Jizz. and people that love 
that play jizz music are called jizz whalers, and jizz. one of the one of the one of the musical instruments I believe is called a jizz box. Okay, <laughs> but figuring Dan and the Modal knows that's the band from the Cantina in I episode mean, four. That I just think if somebody needs to do a jizz box IPA, wouldn't that be the haziest of all oh, IPAs? Jizz box, oh. protein heavy. Yeah, very, but now George Lucas would come after yeah. us. <laughs> well, don't worry, they're trying to get rid of it, so they probably be like, oh, that's fine. It's not Star Wars. That's yeah. the hill he's dying on. Is the jizz hill. George Lucas is dying <laughs> yeah. on the jizz hill, the yeah. jizz mound. We, we can say jizz <laughs> on the podcast, though, right? Well, it's in the context of Star Wars. Yeah, this is yeah. jazz music, but in the Star Wars universe, also, it's you called can, jizz. you can yeah. curse. You can curse. <laughs> I curse a lot, unfortunately. You do. This is this is this is this is going to turn into I think you should leave sketch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be amazing. I should probably leave for bringing it up first. <laughs> yeah, you guys brought it up. No, it's not <laughs> my fault. It's your fault. I said you said cantina music, so I went into the deep lore of Star Wars. Yeah, this has been a great start. Yeah. So we we would we would wear the bag, the garbage bag, because semen is sticky. Yeah, mm. when you're working the semen machine. Yeah. You, what are you? you what, where did you go with this? You're yeah, talking so about a canning line. Yeah, on the canning line, you put the the top on, and you have to get it seamed. Yeah. So we have a seamer. Yeah. The semen. It went over my head. Yeah. So when when you're working the semen station, you need your, you know, because it gets sticky. You need protection to do it safely and not get sticky. Over on that station. Yeah. That tracks. Yeah. Wow. It's a technical term. This is the audience now for twelve year olds (laughs) (laughs) that can't drink. Yeah. Or can they? Don't drink, twelve year olds. Yeah. But what was your guys's journey here? Either Noah, Pete, you can start. But getting to, like, what got you interested in craft beer that eventually, and then essentially, where was your start and how did you get to Reunion? That's a good question. I think my high school graduation party, I had an uncle who brought down some homebrew, and I thought, geez, this is kind of cool. I didn't know you could make it by yourself. Had I known you could make it, I probably would have made it in high school (laughs) because it's pretty easy. Not easy, but you know, you can mix yeast and... Maybe apple juice and make your own little, make your own little, little, little heavy, cider, heavy. Yeah, little cider thing. So, got inspired by that. I had an older brother who homebrewed, younger brother who homebrewed, and not wanting to be left out, I started doing that. Moved to Iowa City, met a friend who homebrewed with me. Just dove down that rabbit hole, and then reunion opened, and I knew Logan, the other brewer here. And was that annoying homebrewer who came to the brewery and said, hey, try this beer. Drink it. I'll come <laughs> clean your floors. And I'll do anything. I please. did a little pivot from social work to, to brewing professionally. Because you still are active with uh, Iowa City Homebrew Group. We host meetings at our production facility every other month. That's wow. amazing. Yeah, pretty cool. So you're, you interface with them quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's we, awesome. We have a local here who comes to the downtown location. Every time I come down, Friday night, he's here. One night we were drinking together, and I said, "You should just brew a beer here." So he he did a brown ale that'll be coming out in a couple of weeks, and that's awesome. It'll be fun. Although this isn't live, so it'll probably have just come out. I think so. I that's think fair. this is February. This is February. It'll be gone. Yeah, it'll be, it'll gone. be gone. Maybe we'll brew it. Get again. over it, listeners. You're gonna miss out. How dare you? You could have been here. You, you should have been, been here. here. Yeah. Why weren't you in the live studio audience, listeners? 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 I like cameras. It's very silly. Good camera work there. I mean, for the time travelers, <laughs> you now know about the beer that's coming out. Yeah. That's so. true. Yeah. Then yeah. go back in time, have it, and go back. 
and then try to sell. Oh, maybe they already pitched the idea to the home brewer. I guess we didn't say their name though. The name Pat. of the home brewer. Yeah, they don't need to be doxed, but we could dox them right here. Pat. I bet you, Pat. Pat. Homebrew Pat. I, I Pat. heard your beer was good. Homebrew yeah. Pat. Yeah. Homebrew Pat. Homebrew Chico's Pat. Chico's Brown Ale. Chico's Brown Ale, yeah. Named Chico's after his dog. Oh, so y'all naming beers that. after dogs. Yeah. And places so, and breweries after dogs. He shot me the recipe, and I was like, okay, Chico's Brown. We're definitely using Chico, right? Did you use Chico? We did. Oh. Was that what oh. he used? No, he used like an English ale yeast. Oh. I was, like, <laughs> was going to ask, is like, it English or American Brown Ale? Well, this is, this is going to be American. but Nice. But maybe next time we'll do an English yeast. Yeah. Yeast. I love a brown ale. I've been thinking, this is really weird to say, but I've been thinking a lot. I've been about, thinking like, a lot about brown ale. About brown ales, porters, and stuff like that. They're really fun beers. We brought you, or Lua brought you some. Wow. Are you you're throwing me under the bus already? I didn't I mean, bring you did. anything. I'm yeah. sorry. We don't have right. cans. We've got 32-ounce cans. They don't travel well. Did you bring any good movies? <laughs> I can... <laughs> I, I can show you movies on my phone illegally. <laughs> <laughs> I can pull up Netflix. Yeah. Apple uh, might have Napoleon already. Yeah, That's I mean, still playing Netflix. I just now I've gotten into watching movies. Like Really? Yeah. Just now? 29 years old and I've just... Oh oh, that's a free God. ticket for oh, flicks. Wow. The next time in Des Moines, I will make my girlfriend pay for herself. Thank you for this. <laughs> uh, he had multiples, but I gave him three. And <laughs> just and one Nathan, for Noah. <laughs> Nathan's here, too, off to the side, y'all. Uh, he's hanging out. And, uh, yeah, I gave him three of those tickets earlier. They're only good until the end of January, though. Yeah, so you need to make your <laughs> you moves. Need to make soon. Your <laughs> yeah. And then ask your significant other. Be like, you're okay with paying for yourself, yeah. right? Yeah. It's kind of like gas, a buy one, get not one. Not the beers, <laughs> just the ticket. Fine, fine. That's hilarious. I bring the gift of my smile. I mean, you have a wonderful smile. I will give you that. But thank you. I didn't yeah. mean to make it a whole thing, Jack. <laughs> my feelings are hurt. Well, it should be. Get a canner. I'm trying. <laughs> Maybe next year. Maybe. Anyways, English malty beers. Been thinking about them. We've talked too much about Pete, though, and like homebrewers. Named oh. Pat. I Noah, like homebrew Pat. There's a lot of peas. Homebrew Pat. He sounds he's like a, legend. a great dude. Yeah. Is he legend. actually a legend, though? He's a legend. Oh, he is a legend. He, he's a regular. He's here all the time. What's his favorite beer? You know, he's actually a fan oh, of most most of the beers. As of lately, it's been our Skelinot, which is a oatmeal cookie-inspired oh, style. Uh, after... Uh, you know, between two ferns, you would have met our artist for all of our wacky art. Uh, I watched John that. Sand. Yeah, it was Dave and uh, Dave and John Sims. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Between two firms, follow them on social media to find out what that is. It's fermenters. And you'll run across the Mentos commercial. Aquas. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's a good commercial. Yeah, it's good. I've I've one floral and a half, and I'm just I'm out of it. The Mentos commercial, hilarious. Mason brings it up to everybody. It's so <laughs> good, though. He does. It's hilarious. It's very good, listener. I'm looking down the lens. There we go. I'm trying to do the jack. I, I keep going one to this one, back to the other one. You know, I'm, I messed up. This is a. This is like three dimensional now. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like it's like when they went to. It's like when Toy Story came out. People were like, "Oh my god, shadows are three dimensional." It's Puppets can be real. I guess yeah, toys. Woody. What's Noah. that kid's name? Andy? The, the, no, the bad kid, Sid. 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 Ugh. The animation on his hair is he disgusting. Didn't know. He didn't know. He was like 12 or something. Go back and watch that movie and just go, people thought this was good? 3D, Early 3D animation, video game and otherwise, 
It's hard to go back to. I disagree. I think it's amazing. Video look, games or movies? Both. Ugh. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say video games look terrible on modern TVs, but you go back to those old analog TVs and oh, it kind of yeah. smooths everything out. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's true. How about the Money for Nothing Dire Straits video? Come nope. on. Just right. like the seeming. That's a, that's the second reference that's gone over everybody's head. So I'm just done. <laughs> You're done cultural to anything. anymore. Noah, <laughs> how'd you get into beer? Wow. I'm sick of Jack. You just sounded bored about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of just got into beer. I have like a lot of uh, big like mixology background and like creating cocktails. Uh, but I kind of stumbled upon when I first started drinking uh, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Hell yeah. And that was kind of like a fridge mainstay for a long time. And I was like, oh, I wonder. And I kind of just like went to their website. And I was like, oh, there's a whole world of beer I could be drinking that I had no idea of. <laughs> so it's kind of became that. And I was working at uh, Mondo's before I became Reunion and into that transition and got to be in the beginning stages of it. And then was just kind of able to see how it was made and all the different varieties of beer and stuff and be a part of the process um, and just kind of gave me a huge old brain blast and I was like, this is fucking awesome, man. Um, so I just started trying all types of different beers and nowadays I'm pretty basic, but I went through that whole phase of trying every style sure. of beer and any of anything, you know, being on the hype train of whatever and now, you know, after eight years of drinking craft beer, I'm like, just <laughs> I want a classic West Coast IPA or a good Pilsner, you know, I'm pretty pretty basic but you come back around yeah yeah i've heard what goes around comes a back around yeah how was the transition from mondo's to reunion i've always wondered about that um it you know it was a uh, strange uh, being like a really prominent like family restaurant mm -hmm. at first we pulled out this super sweet uh german style menu and people hated it um and we kind of had the whole look and everything for it. But I think with people hating it and us bringing back the family-style food birthed the kind of the crazy, wacky art that we have today, mm -hmm. which I really think is kind of like influences our brand. We love that stuff and love being fun instead of like kind of the beginning. It was just kind of plain and bland. Mm -hmm. um, but, I mean, it was a rough transition, but it was also – we also had a pretty hefty crowd of craft drinkers because we were like a sports bar before, so we had like the 50 taps sure, or whatever. So like, you know, Dale's Pale Ale and, you know, stuff like that were super popular. Um, so it, it was pretty smooth. Um, definitely lost a lot of the Bud Light guys, but, you know, RIP to those Rip. guys. I hope they're doing well. But um, Did you really lose them or did they lose themselves? They lost themselves. They went to Chili's. Um, and so they're missing out on. Let's Whoa. not talk crap about Chili's right now. <laughs> I'm just saying they went to the next closest place to get domestic beer. Because, I mean, we unfortunately uh, served domestic bottles at that mm -hmm. time, um, and they wouldn't even go for that. Um, really? Yeah, Why they not? wanted it strictly on draft. And we also already didn't have the frozen stein, so I, it was oh. just... Frozen glasses should be... I mean, they could just be warmed up and then not chucked in the trash. Yeah. But a frozen one should be chucked in yeah. the trash. Uh, so there's just a lot of things going on there with that. You switched to bottles and they were like, no. Yeah. They're crazy The, the about, taste is different. Yeah. They're so specific, those yeah. beer drinkers. I want Miller Draft. Or instead of... Like, they want Miller Light on Draft and they'll go Miller Draft. Yeah. At least when I bartended in 
college that they well, were yeah. weirdly like. Are that. you sure they weren't just asking for genuine draft? Which yeah, is trash. We had both Miller Lite no. and bottles and Miller Lite on Genuine draft. draft? I don't know. I'm a high life person. MGD. But no, I MGD. love high life. MGD's fine. No, MGD. I hate MGD. I think it's Miller awful. Genuine Draft. Yeah. High life, 100%. We'll drink. Miller Lite, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. MGD, awful. Awful. And Minnesotans love it. <clears throat> Wisconsin people love it. Good Isn't for them. Like the only two yeah, places where them. they actually sell it. I don't know. They had it down here for a while. They did a whole rebrand. The six pack looks they sick. Failed, and I'm okay with that. And I bought it, and I was like, "Hell yeah, babe!" <laughs> it was terrible. I guess I haven't had it in ten years. Just stick with High Life. High Life is badass. Shout out High Life Miller if you're listening. This is what about Ham? Iowa Craft Brewers Ham's Guild official podcast. We was, shouldn't be fishing for Miller to get. <laughs> oh, us you're right. I was, I was, I was gonna <laughs> say I forgot where I was. <laughs> I'm sorry. We distribute through a butt house, so. <laughs> Dolph? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Doll and, and 7G. 7G. Yep. Hey, Doll. Sell our beer more, please. Yeah. Wink. <laughs> Stop talking about Miller High Life. Guys, let's yeah. get back to craft. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say yeah, anything yeah. about Let's Miller see. High Life. Boo Miller. Pete. Boo, boo. You homebrew. How long did you homebrew before you started know. here? Do you still Years. homebrew? No. No, no, no. Once you once you start doing it here and you can take beer home, why why do it at home? The time exactly. I still think, I still think. I haven't homebrewed since I started four years ago, uh, being professional. But every now and then, I'm like, I wouldn't mind homebrewing sure. if someone else was doing it. And I was like, I will be around, sure. and I will be sure. like... You're doing it wrong. Here's, here's what... Yeah. Exactly. I was be like, what? Did you check the pH of that? Did you take They're first runnings? They're not checking the pH when they start homebrewing. Are you kidding me? See, but that's what I'd like to do, just to... <laughs> Because now I'm get in their head. Yeah, now I'm again the boss of. If they had a pro, <laughs> yeah. if they had a PH pro, but the start of homebrewing, I don't think you need to be critiquing them because they're literally, five steps literally ahead. at the end of when I stopped or when I got my new position, when I started fuss. Wait, that was mine. You wait. Nice. I started. Uh, that's when I started messing with like pH and um, uh, salts in my water and stuff like that. And then I was like, damn, I'm equipped for what I took over Capco. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's a really good stout too, which yeah. I guess you can see it now because we're on video. True. It's on sale. 10 bucks a four pack. Yeah. Oh, it, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. for 12% beer. Whoa. Oh my God. Oh, it's it's what? crazy good. Yep. Yeah. It just, it's a great beer. I cracked it open, but I'm gonna finish this. It has like, I, I haven't mm-hmm. had it in a minute, but like it had, I remember it having like, Intense chocolate character and a very good, but kind of background like spice that just Wasn't like comes in. Yeah, is it's it wahio so pepper? Yeah, we did wahio, yeah. chili de arbol, and ancho. How'd you do it? It's so good. We we oh, steep them in. Listener, this is, did you say the name of it? Cacao de, del diablo, imperial mole stout. Noah in the breweries known as El Diablo. Oh, yeah. I was Are you done. a dirty little spice rat. I, 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 yeah. What does that mean? You he know, loves spicy I, I, things. You know, no, I, I, are you I spice am. mouse or are you a spice rat? It's spice rat for sure. Spice rat. Big rat. Um, oh, you got big rat energy. Yeah, yeah. Too. No, that was kind of always like a challenge with the guys in the kitchen over in Corvo is how spicy can we make the food for Noah? Yeah. <laughs> and you got to not flinch. You just yeah. don't flinch. It was like a battle of toughness day in, day out. Um, I don't know how that's going to go for me in the long road, but I won a lot of those battles. I have a question for you about Spice then. You're going out to eat at a Thai restaurant, going out to eat at any other number of Indian restaurant, and they say f- however many of five stars, 
Are you just straight to five stars? Or do you ask him, is it really hot? I, or I say go above. You go above? Yeah. And you don't think that they're just going to try to punish you? Oh, I, that's what I want. Oh, if I'm like, okay, okay. If, I, if I'm like in that mood that I want spice, I like want to, give me your best. And there's a lot of times I'm disappointed because I feel like they're like... You sound like you can't take it. Yeah. And they're you just, order it over the phone and they say, this guy... Mm-mm. He's not it. He's not it. He's not They're him. Prejudging he's not. He's not yeah. him. We're yeah. back. But We're I am. Ha- I am that. him it's with the spice. There. So, um, but there's been many times I have been pleased, and it's awesome. I say, if you if your best is a five, give me an eight. Let's see what happens. Wait. So have you had the last dab? I have had the last you dab. Just drink it. Yeah, my brother and I. It's a every thing. Every. Uh, it is good. Every. I mean. We're in the holiday season, so my brother loves, like, he goes to those stores and buys the crazy hot yeah. sauces. So usually what we do is we drink a bunch of sake and try really spicy salsas. That sounds like such a fun evening. It's a great evening. <laughs> it's probably terrible for the gut. It, it, it's terrible for the gut, but it's a great holiday thing that I do once a year. And the hot sauces they make nowadays, they get really hot. Yeah, like you start sweating. Hot. But some of them taste bad, and that's my problem with some of them. Is like it's hot, but it doesn't taste good. Yeah, you need the balance of flavor with the spice, and that's what I'm really searching for. I'm not like a spice rat in the sense I'm going for the spiciest thing, but I would no, like the flavor okay. to be there. So you translate that into brewing then too? Apparently, uh, we have with this wonderful Cacao del Diablo beer. Um, I but I this one for you opened a beer. Me. You're bullying me into this. I, I just wanted to be with you guys, all opening new beers at once. Jack is also really trying to make Spice Rat a thing. It's already a thing. I have a t-shirt that says Spice Rat on it, and it's a rat eating a jalapeno. Oh, I love that. Yeah. This this beer is not <laughs> spicy. No, crazy this, spicy. Is, this, this is, is balanced. balanced. I, feel like, I feel like when you have a spicy beer, you want to, especially an Imperial Stout, you want to think, is that the alcohol that's burning or is that the chilies that are yeah burning? and that's kind of what this beer gives off did you do you guys know the stone crime like and pepper, punishment crime and punishment it's like crime Never had that yeah they're barrel aged bastard terrible. i believe do they, st- do they still make it well i saw that was the years bottle ago. that we opened 2016 yeah, 2014 that seems about there. right it was good it was hot. it was good nathan liked it it was hot you uh, I, I'm sorry I didn't know. You would have loved it. Because I would have invited you. I think you would have loved it. it. I'm surprised I didn't have it. One of my buddies is like a, a diehard, arrogant bastard guy. And, you know, now I start thinking about it. I don't know the last time I've even had a beer from Stone. Shout out. Arrogant bastard, though. That's, that's a great beer. Yeah. I don't I think mean, I've ever had it. Well, like straight arrogant bastard. There's no reason bastard. to drink Stone anymore, though, because, like, Iowa beer has gotten so much better and so much more widespread. It's I'm just a soy like, boy oh, cuck, so I can't drink it. They say it on the can. What? Is that what they say on the soy can? Soy boy oh, cuck? Yeah, they're like, you're a little Holy bitch. Shit. <laughs> I, drive, I drive a Prius, so I guess I'm not allowed to. Either. Like, you're a little bitch. You couldn't handle this. You got super aggressive out of yeah. nowhere about Stone. Stone does. Stone says I can't. Well, I mean, just, they, they are pretty ferocious like with their stuff on the bottles. And yeah, they're like, oh, fresh buy? More like bitch boy. Buy. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. They're just saying if stuff. If someone made a beer like that, I, I'd be like, am I, do I try it now? Like, they're threatening Dude, me. That's how they do it, though. They're like, they insult you. They're like, you can't handle that. It's a beer master. that negs you. They do. <laughs> yeah. That was they, like a lot of their early marketing, too, was yeah. just like, you're a punk. Yeah. Beckoning you to like yeah. come and try this beer. Yeah. I dare you to drink this. It must have worked for them. It, I mean, obviously. It works on me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and me. 
Is Arrogant Bastard, yeah. Arrogant Bastard's a strong ale, right? Yes. Yeah. Really never, hoppy. Never had it. Bitter. I would say it's or almost. It's not a double IPA wine then. I, th- I think it's like a, a shade behind barley wine, yeah. but it, it's like a double IPA or triple IPA. Hmm. It's what nine percent. Yeah, it's pretty strong. Eight yeah. percent. Didn't that spin off into its own brand? The, Arrogant Bastard. Bastard. No, I mean it's just that's what it's not like of? Voodoo Ranger. That that's no, its own brand. Not. This is still like you knew it was Stone. This is Stone series of beers that were the bastards because there's Double Oak Bastard, uh, yeah. Arrogant Bastard, Backwoods Bastard. So I mean, sort of, yeah. Like Backwoods sort of. Bastard. Bastards was like a like line the, like of beers. cigar. Oh, Founders. Backwoods Bastard. Oh, am I wrong? I I'm just asking. Was the Backwoods Bastard like a cigar one? I, I like, thought it was a oak aged one, but uh, I could okay. be wrong. It's a Founders beer. Is it? And they can uh, still call it Bastard. That's so. Fact check, check us, listeners. Comment uh, at us. You know, if we're wrong, you this love a, telling us is, when we're wrong. This is quite a tangent. I will say the best stone bear I ever had was Patascala Red X. I haven't had that. Shokovesa was, awesome. was my. Oh, Zokovesa is very good, too. Uh, I had a firkin of that with uh, mole spices in it. And it wasn't spicy, but it was more of the chocolate and like pepper flavors. Like this? So. Put this in a barrel, and that's basically what it was. Speaking mm. of Firkins, whatever happened to that? People, Firkin Fest? Firkins people, in general just fell off a cliff. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So okay. they don't keep Humber a Pat. long time. They're not carbonated. Yeah. He wants us to bring it back. Homebrew Pat yeah. does? Every time I talk to him, he says... I trust Homebrew Pat. He says, he says I will come, and I will drink out of the Firkin. And, and is I he say, going to be the only person buying from that Firkin? And I say, you will be the only person. And he yeah. says, no, I'll bring 30 me, people. No, and I me say, and two other people will buy it once. And then right. when we try to do this every month to make it feasible... You guys will only show up once a once a year. Homebrew Pat doesn't seem like someone who's gonna over deliver or over over promise. He's he's legit. I mean, exactly. he is a legend. He knows. I people. trust him. I keep calling him a legend. I can't wait to meet this. I've person. never met him. Yet. You're the legend, Homebrew Pat. And he's gonna be humble and nice. I bet he's, he's like he's so nice. How yeah, tall is he? Because in my brain right now, he's six six. And no, this he's six seven. Eight, yeah. No way. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say like six eight, six nine. No way. Dude, like, you're he, lying about dude, this. Dude, like man. Bigfoot, nothing on this guy. I've heard you're past seven. my leg. I don't know what's happening. I don't know if I can believe you guys. <laughs> dude, I'm saying homebrew Pat, legend. Doesn't wear clothes. Hairy as hell. <laughs> If we were more practiced at podcasts, I'd be like, call him up right now. Put him next to the mic. Let's say hi to Homebrew Pat. Tell yeah. him he needs to listen to this episode. Because, and also, can you ask him how tall he is when you get him on the line? Do you, do you have questions? Yeah, I have two questions for oh him. Oh, my God. Jack I, just does, I guess. I just want to know if he's actually um, oh, Sasquatch. How, how tall are you? How tall are you? How hairy are you? And do you like Firkins? Oh, okay. we're, putting, we're putting him on the spot. Oh, my yeah. God. Let's go. You're going to hold it like right up to the mic. Oh, there it hey, is. Pete. Pat, I'm, I'm doing a podcast right now. And we're talking about Chico's Brown and how tall you are. Can you confirm? Are, are, are you seven foot tall or six and a half foot tall? <laughs> I'm not how, either. How tall are you, Pat? This is Jack Wilson from Flicks Brew House, and I want to know how tall you are. I am on a good day five foot eight. Five foot eight? You guys absolutely <laughs> lied to us. <laughs> they call you a legend, Pat. Is that true? No, not at all. Absolutely. He's being humble. He's too humble. Yeah. That's what a true legend would say. That's true. A true true legend would say that. And also, about Firkins. Yeah, Pat, I have another question for you. Okay. Do you love Firkins? And if Firkins were to come back, would you be at a brewery every day drinking the Firkin beer? 
Well, I don't know about every day, but I'd be there a heck of a lot of the time. So, yeah. How many other people besides you, Legendary Pat, do you think would come and drink Firkin beer with you? Well, I think, uh, you know, when we used to have them in another establishment here in Iowa City, it was a large, it was a huge event. Uh, we had many, many people. We had the Firkin back then was about 10 and a half gallons. It got drained in two hours. Dang. What? Oh, man, that's a lot of beer in two hours. Yes, I'm telling you, it did. It, it, it drained pretty quick and everything. So so we had quite a following back then and everything. So I think it would be kind of cool to resurrect it, you know, even if it's a you know, smaller amount, like a pen or something. You know? Pat's convinced me. Pat's, I'm in. I'm in. That's all I had for you, legendary Pat. It's a real cool way of, of teaching people about real beer and beer, you know. He knows what's and, up. And so because a lot of the breweries you go to, you know, it's like, do, do, they, do, it, do they do anything like that? To let the consumer know, okay, this is how it's made, and this is kind of what it can taste like, and what you can do. And Firkins are a wonderful way of doing that. It absolutely is true. Thank you, legendary Pat. <laughs> All right, Pat. <laughs> really appreciate you answering. Alrighty. Thank I'll, you, Pat. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. You yep, bye. Three rings, and he answered the phone. Dude, do, do, do you say I love Pat's you when you hang legend. up? Dude, I wide. I'm surprised you didn't tell him that you love him. All right, I might home, love Pat. Homebrew Pat. He's a legend. Homebrew Pat should have been here. He's still yeah. six foot six. You know, yeah, he is. I've not actually met him. I think he might be lying to me now. <laughs> well, he seems very. Humble. He seems very humble, which we've uh, already established. So he's the man's clearly at least seven foot tall. Homebrew Pat answered the phone on air. Dude, I we should have asked if he was having a beer right then. Oh, shut up! Oh. No. What are you drinking, Homebrew Pat? He can Damn. comment. He'll probably be here tonight asking about the podcast. Are you serious? He'll probably come in tonight. We're talking to Homebrew Pat tonight. Well, now that we've called him, for sure. He doesn't know where we are. We could be at any. No, he knows where no, we are. No, he knows, he knows where, where everyone is. <laughs> he's he keeps, he's, the man keeps tabs. He's, got a, he's what is that thing, seven a feet tall. He can see everywhere. <laughs> he's not, he's not, he said 5'8 or whatever on a good day. Imperial. Imperial. <laughs> yeah. What's the uh, British measurement of height? It's not feet. Like, wait, no, stone is stone weight. Stone is weight. Uh, okay. Which, one stone is like, it's a really weird. It's like 31 pounds or something. Right? <laughs> it's really it's so weird, dumb. yeah. Um, <sighs> wow, that was probably the best side tra- tangent I've ever went on on one of these. Pulled on a legendary Pat. I don't even know. I need to, <laughs> I I need to talk about Pat the rest of this time. Well, I want Homebrew Pat merch. Homebrew Pat I think, merchandise. I think that would be a great. Reunion that could collab. fund the Firkins. Yeah, have you guys done Firkin? So we did. We used to do Firkin Friday every Friday, every single Friday, every yeah. Friday. We're just the summertime. Were they just like infusions of? Yep. So we, we now pulled. were they real or were they fakins? What's a fakin? So yeah. where you know a normal Firkin, you pull it while it's still fermenting and you prime it with well, stuff that it actually yep. ferments and carbonates mm-hmm. in the Firkin with yep. whatever sugars you put in there, and a fakin is you take finished beer. You adjunct it, and then you just shove it and then cap it. That sounds like a mess to fill. It is. You've done it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Flicks used to do firkins all the time, okay. too. And half the time they'd be firkins, half the times we called them fakins. Okay. Okay. No, we, we, would, we would take actively fermenting beer, shove it into a, a pin, add whatever we wanted to add, cap well, it. Well, that's Let not firkin Friday. So cool. That's pin, pins Thursday. I know. We lie. <sighs> Is a, pin, is a pin the smaller one, right? Yeah, it's, the, three, it's a 5.3. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like you'd actually sell out of it, though. 
yeah, you could actually sell five gallons of beer versus 10. Firkins are huge. And they take a lot of special equipment, and they can be bad. <laughs> That's the other thing. <sighs> we used to do at a, the first brewery I ever worked at. I was just front of house, but we would do a, had a Randall. Mm-hmm. And they would do like maybe twice a month, they would do some sort of Randallized. Like maybe we had like a brown ale, and we'd stuff a bunch of like What's with your Oreos. I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking a lot about it, okay? <laughs> When's the last time you had a honey brown? Honey brown ale's badass. I've not thought about a brown ale. Nor a honey brown ale. Yeah. Bell's best? Yeah, that's the only brown ale I can think of off the Love top of my head. I, all I know about br- brown ale Pointer is that brown. Andrew Frana from Brightside hates them. Yeah, he calls them everything but a brown ale. Whatever. Anyways, we do Randall's like twice a month. It's just like, oh, we have 18 packs of Oreos. Just like shove them in there. And then you just like, Randall's are really weird and they're pieces of shit and they're really hard to clean. It's really funny because um, that's it's actually... Like a, it's like an inline infuser. That's the okay. opposite of what okay. I've been told because Lucas Greta loves uh, Randall's. He's here in the building. I know he loves Randall's. He worked at 515 for a minute and they did it all the time. And he I can't was see Lucas there. right now, but I don't like that opinion. Lucas. Well, 515 did them, I think, once a month or so. And uh, it was in the bartender's job to do the whole thing all the time. And he goes, man, I love having to change out the chamber constantly and make sure that everything is cold and it's not just a foam disaster. Yeah, I think that's the problem with the Randalls. If you take the carbonated beer, it hits the thing immediately. And then if you can't keep it like ice cold, it just turns straight foam. Do you guys not know what a Randall is? Never used a Randall. So it's like a dogfish head thing. Yeah. Like they like created the Randall. It's literally, you put it. It's two chambers. Two chambers and you put it. Like, literally from your, like, taps. Does it take place between the tap and the faucet? Yep. So it goes the from the tap into the first chamber, uh, which is uh, a chamber of just beer, I believe. The second chamber is whatever. Like, you have a, another chamber that is two-layered. So you have beer on the top and then whatever you're putting the Randall in. So say it's, like, Oreos on a brown. whatever Oreos on a honey brown ale. You put the Oreos in the second chamber. And they don't, th- they don't say you need to bag it, <laughs> but you do. <laughs> And you need to keep that one on ice so that way when it's hitting whatever infusion ingredient you're doing, and then it goes out to another separate tap. Uh, if you look up a picture, it looks ridiculous. I've used one of these in, like, the cocktail world. It's like a, like a portal of some sort where sure. it's just, like, an infusion. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah it's just yeah, an infusing yeah, device. Yeah. Like real-time infusion or something like yeah. that. It's like the other problem with Randall's is oftentimes, unless you let it sit there for a second, it doesn't really pick up the flavor of whatever you're trying to infuse it with. Because, like, like, Oreos, that's just straight sugar. It'll get it immediately. Well, it's but like if dark you're chocolate like, and cream and stuff. But, like, yes, you're right. It's, like, it's just pushing it through, and so you're, like, getting... Residual not, amounts. I could see it with more potent, like, I don't know. If you if you threw a bunch of rosemary in there, you would absolutely get that. I feel like, like if, you poured it, if, if people were ordering it too quickly, they wouldn't taste like rosemary because you're pouring them too quickly. I don't know. I don't really care. I hated it. Lucas I don't remember why we got there. Commenters, if you yeah. love Randall's, let me know. We tried it at Flex. It didn't work very well. They don't. They don't. I'm, yeah, they, they don't. don't. They don't. Guys, we're drinking reunion beer. We've already talked about the one. It's delicious. Yes. And Cacao. we do have to real Del quick, Diablo. before the beer, Noah's drinking plenty of floral. Floral, German style Pilsner. Love the branding. Love the beer. It's good. When it came by last year for iBest, we came by you guys' brewery. Your guys is a Burfest, yeah. Burfest. And we uh, all got to do tank hits of uh, floral from the horizontals. And that was truly a beer experience I still think about. 
It's the best ever. It was so good. Beer from the tank can't be beat. No. Straight out of the straight out of the horizontal. It was so good. I would have laid on the floor underneath the pigtail yeah. and opened my mouth, and you could have waterboarded me with that beer, and I'd be okay with dying that way. Next next Burfest. Are we gonna January waterboard Jack? Or whatever we're doing it. Is. We're doing Are we gonna waterboard Jack? We will waterboard. We'll Don't video put a cloth over we my will mouth. Video let's it. just uh, let's just let That's me just have great. the pure beer experience. And when I can't when I can't continue to drink, you just let that baby run. I think we could probably get you in twenty gallons. How much? You, yeah, I was like, how much do you think I could drink? <laughs> you would, you would die within twenty gallons. Oh, I would die within twenty gallons. Yeah, they would only lose just over half barrel. Yeah, we yeah, can the, afford the that. The losses are acceptable for the the losses are acceptable for the amount of publicity you would get after killing a man. Yeah. But you can say he signed this waiver and he died happy. Well, he definitely wasn't shouting, no, 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 turn it <laughs> off. It'll become like an in memoriam. <gasps> I'm very okay with that. It's Here. flowers for Jack or non. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The man turned so dumb, he decided to drown in beer. Uh, you know? That'll be good. I killed two rabbits before then, too. But Floral's great. You guys are known for Juice Factory, Tank Puncher, Tank Puncher, IPA, The Meritson. Uh, Banshee, we even have some Imperial Banshee I saw you guys bring out, too. Yeah. From 2022 and 2019, I think, was yep. one of the cans. Yep. And these are, if I remember right, with um, another one of your guys' <coughs> brewer, Dave, um, that stuff, there's just like a bunch of, there's a few, there's like barrels of it. You guys only pull a little bit off. So so some of it continues to age. So we we did a massive batch couple years ago and that that lasted us two years so mm-hmm. we got i mean we're not selling more than 10 barrels of a, sure. a barrel aged imperial stout so 10 barrels one year 10 barrels another year and yeah one year it was you know one year age one year it was two years age yeah it was great love it <laughs> it's a way to do it but then we also have another imperial stout here one bottle oh no oh is this the one from an Wait, earlier time do we need fresh glasses? We will. And then oh, we absolutely. Also, but we'll people, do a thing. What's the thing? Cutting. cutting? Do we need to take a break real quick? Well, if we're going to go get glasses. Yeah, we should. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. And then we'll reintroduce that beer. Listener? I winked. See you soon. Hey, guys. Hey, everybody. We're back. And Nathan is opening one of Pete's homebrews from possibly 2010. Probably, probably 2012, 2013, 14. 50, we don't know. Over a decade ago. It's, it's old. It's in a Sam Adams bottle, I think. It That's is, back definitely. when I drank Sam Adams. What is it? It's an Imperial Stout. Good. 9%. 9.04. Okay, good. Because when you're a home brewer, you're scientific and specific. Every, every percentage counts. Every tenth, every hundredth of a percentage counts. I wanted everyone to know that I didn't round up to nine. Yeah, you were just, you were over it. You were going yeah. over it. I was over it. If anything, you know, you're doing them a solid by telling them exactly what it's at. We've also, re- we've also re-upped on beers. union beers, too. There's also delicious food that was placed in front of us. Oh, my God. Like, this is in absolutely insane. What Didn't was Chef's name? Uh, Chef Billy. Chef Billy. Billy. Shout out Chef Billy. Billy came Holy out hell. of the shadows and he dropped off just so much some food. phenomenal food. He gave food. us all knives. <laughs> it's he safe. gave us knives. Oh my god. Jack shouldn't have a knife. I don't it's think he's safe. supposed to have one by order of law, but <laughs> here we safe. are. <laughs> it's safe. Guys, before we dig into like this food, now. let's 
We need to taste the stout. We have to go in. We have to get into the stout. If it smells bad, we're not drinking it. If it smells bad, I'm we're sipping it regardless. So this is super old. I do see, like, you know, you said you had it in the basement. This was, uh, you were selling your house. You found it in your basement in a moldy box. Oh, my God. Does it smell good? This still smells like beer. <laughs> it does smell like beer. It smells like fruity beer, but it smells like beer. It's very fruity. But, I mean, where very, did you brew yeah. this? Oh, I mean, I'll wait until... In his house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure that these two jabrones... You want to hand this to those jabrones? These jabrones. The only things I remember about this was... Roasted barley was about 10%. Okay. I used WLP007. I don't even know what that is. 007? English. English, Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. And uh, finished over nine percent, well over nine percent. Yeah, point oh four. That little extra. It doesn't smell sour. Congratulations. We'll there's see if like, it is. There's like, what was that like cherry? Almost like a fruit tart or something too. I think that might be the special bee that's in it. He did admit that he did that too. Now that I'm like swirling this, there is a. This could be a touch. Could be a touch tart. Absolutely. I mean, how old is it? Old. Wow. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. It has beer. body. It's beer. Tastes musty. Very musty. Yeah. It tastes very musty. It's it an old beer, yeah, it, for sure. It tastes really oxidized. Tastes like a cardboard box. Which was aged in a cardboard box. <laughs> it was aged in cardboard, some would say. What's sad is I've had worse oxidized beers from the past couple of years for stuff than this is after this many years. This is not undrinkable. I'm not going to finish mine. But it's not something <laughs> It's not something I'm saying yes to. I have this delicious mole stout. If you, if you dump it, I'm going to be mad at you guys, though. I will finish it then, but I will finish no, it no, in no. between... My delicious other beers that I'm drinking. If you go, if you go two thirds um, Coco Diablo and then one third this, I I could drink that. It kind of smells like uh, cardboard and sweet potato. Cardboard and mm. sweet potato. Mmm, gotta that, love that, those they, starchy vegetables. That's what beer. I look forward into my beers is sweet potato. Hey, but here's what you did though. You made a beer that someone could still drink today. Yeah. As a home brewer. As a home brewer. And you know what? I've had worse professionally made beer before. I mean, even uh, even uh, Goose Island's made worse beer than this before. And no, they uh, have Bourbon County Stout, the infected ones from 2015 or 16. Okay. That was undrinkable. That spouted out of the bottle. Did you see him open that bottle? I didn't. It didn't start fuming out of the thing. It didn't and that's, a, out. that's around the time that this one was brewed as well. That's right. So some would say that you're a better brewer than uh, Goose Island was for in 2015-2016. Some would say. I would say <laughs> that this beer is 30 times better than the infected coffee Bourbon County I had. Well, pizza silly goose and we all know silly gooses are good. Silly gooses Cheers. are good. Cheers. I do. Cheers. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. That, I know was, that, an it, that was an amazing journey. experience. <laughs> No, oh, he's doing oh, it. He's doing God. it. He there did we go. it. Oh. If you're sick tomorrow, don't tell me. <laughs> How did that 9.04 oh, 
I'm sure it's hitting well. You're gonna really feel that point oh four for it's sure. Like a brick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I so. We're talking about silly gooses. I was having this conversation the other day. If you had to like na- give one name out there that just is the definition of silly geese, would it be Pete for you? Is Pete a silly goose name? Because I was thinking in my name in my world, Greg, Gregors, all Gregors I know are silly little gooses. However, I know a Pete that's a silly little goose, and I know two two Petes that are silly little geese. What's the silliest, goosiest name you can think of? And like all everybody that's that name, there's a good chance that they're, they're gonna be the silliest little geese. Dan. Dan. Ooh, I do know one. What's your Dan of choice? I I just feel like I knew a, a kid in high school, Dan, and he was just always up to mischief. He was that guy like <laughs> ripping the you know, fart pills in the bathroom and break them in the hallways. And <laughs> fart pills? They were like little capsules you could buy from like, I don't know, Spencer's Like stink get. pills. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. eat them? Oh. No, you throw them. Yeah, yeah you oh. throw them and they break. If and you ate them, that's wild. For some yeah. reason when you said <laughs> fart pills, I well, imagine I, I it was you think... break them and it just makes a fart noise. And yeah. I was like, that doesn't work. I have Not, no idea what you're talking about. But he was just a, a, a prankster to the max and they weren't good pranks either, which made them silly. It was just more of an inconvenience to everybody else around him. But did he have a good heart? He was a good, good-hearted guy. Yeah, for sure. I feel like a silly goose that's, to yeah, me is a, a perfect silly goose. Little yeah. mischief, a little mischievous. You gotta also, be a little mischievous. Also, at the end of the day, yeah, good guy. I, I mean, after a bad prank, you'd be like, "Oh, it was Dan. No big deal." No, oh, Dan. Yeah. Oh, Dan. Or you're like, "Oh, Dan." You know, but you give him a Dan hug again. afterwards. Yeah. You give him a hug afterwards. He dunks on you. Be like, "Oh, Dan." Yeah. Do you have a goose name, James? Was your goosiest oh, name? Oh God, I don't know. Um, Robbie. Robbie. How many Robbies do you know? Just the one, and he's a like silly goose. <laughs> it's not <laughs> very his, good. Is his name Robert? Uh, it's actually John. No way. Is but it his really? middle name is Robert, and he because his dad's name is John as well. I would never say. Uh, I guess there was a Robbie in high school that was a little kind of a little silly goose, but like Robert. Sounds just like such an adult name. Well, no one sounds silly. I don't think, Hello, Robert. I don't think anyone with the name Robert's actually called Robert. It's either Rob, Bob, Billy, Bob, Billy, Robbie, William. Like, if someone's like Robert, you're like, oh, whoa, yeah. What's the what's what's up? Oh my god, am I on a business call? I'm scared. Hello, Robert. It's like when someone says your taxes are due, Robert. I guess I'm more reacting to like when your when your mom would be like, James Michael. I'm like, oh, fuck. I never had that experience growing I up. I got in trouble. Did I'm they say so, Peter? I'm... Well, that went really. Is, is that what they did to you, though? Well, I don't know what your middle name is, unfortunately. John. John? Is it really? Is it just John or is it Peter Jonathan? Peter John. J-O-H-N. Biblical. Biblical. Both biblical, I assume. Irish Catholic. <laughs> yeah, okay. I guess that makes sense. No, is your middle name also John? No, uh, my middle name is Alexander. Oh, Freak. dang. You ever think about going by Alex or Lex? Not one bit. Oh, N-A? Oh, you could go by N-A. Nah. Oh, Sup, nah? nah? Nah. Well, you know what's funny? My last name's Walden, so my initials literally spell nah. 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 How, oh, man. My name sucks. Jonathan Dale. Yeah, but you go by Jack. That's true. But I mean, Jonathan, Jonathan Dale. I sound like a man who's like on the, his deathbed, all I had Henry Kissinger. I, all I, I thought was NASCAR. Dad, so. Dude, shout out Henry Kissinger for dying. 
I don't oh, think we should did. say that on this podcast. I <laughs> <laughs> can cut it, I guess, if you need to, but I don't think anyone is. The people that are mad at me for turning an atheist because of off-brand Oreos are the same people that are even mad about us goofing on Henry Kissinger right now. Someone Hydrox. gave Jack a lot of grief about Hydrox. I mean, I was going to say Jonathan Dale, though. Those are the ones the that you have at church, right? Yeah. Jonathan yeah. Dale? Exactly. What? I feel like he's Jonathan Dale is a NASCAR driver, but he's like just good enough to stay in. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's, he's like f- top twenty, like barely yeah. making the cut, but enough to make a living. He's racing yeah. on Saturday, not on There's Sunday. Jonathan Dale, yeah. exactly, and he's yeah. back in nineteenth place. Yeah, he made the list though. He got. Yeah. How, do, do they do racing by points? Like if you get twenty, you get a point. Winner <laughs> no gets twenty idea. points. His best placement was like eleventh. Yeah. That was, he still that's thinks good for me. For Jonathan Dale fans, that was a huge yeah. race. That was huge. They they reprint those shirts yeah. every year. Why <laughs> WWJD D? Like remember in Miami? What would Jonathan Dale do? WWJD D. Wow. Checkmate atheists. That's incredible. He's very religious too. Guys, check in. How are we doing? Good. We're checking in. Yeah, because I'm wondering where we're going. <laughs> oh, that's probably true. Do you want to eat it on camera or like wrap this up? Oh, in like I guess we could five uh, ten minutes and then eat. <laughs> He's just a hungry boy. I am. Where yeah. are we at with rolling? And I don't want to eat on camera. You can not eat on camera. I'll eat. On, I'll eat on all the cameras. See, we need more. What are you talking about? You're just know. hungry again. I am. <laughs> Isn't this the Vorloff hour? Yeah, this yeah, is the is. Vorloff sure. hour, not, not the, the Vorloff 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah. The hour is a state of mind. <laughs> Did you guys know. know an hour is a state of mind? No. Same with New York. I thought that oh, was a quarter mile. Ready for this? <laughs> you live your life a quarter mile at a time. 45 minutes at a time. <laughs> I live my life 45 minutes at a time, too. <laughs> guys, you have three locations. I have three locations. How is that managed? We flip coins. Well, that is can't be so you, true. That is true. Because there's, no, it, you you were just concerned with the Iowa City. Um, I was originally involved in Coralville, but nowadays only Iowa City. Um, and uh, I guess I know enough that if these guys ever need help, like cleaning lines or doing this and that or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. I can help out. But as far as brewery work, it's all on those fine gentlemen. We got we got three people in our brewery. It's myself, Logan DePover, and Dave. And we just we just do it. We, we make it work. You write up a brew schedule, you figure it out, and then the day before, you flip coins to see who goes where. So every What's your preferred place? Ooh. Ooh, that's a great question. I love that. What's the easiest or what's my preferred? What's your preferred? Gosh. I mean, you should answer both, actually. So start with preferred. There's something great about doing a solo, big production brew. And you just, you get in early in the morning, midsummer, it's hot, there's no AC, and you just bust through. At the production spot, there's no time to not move. And I feel like the days go by so quick, and you feel like having a beer afterwards. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the small pubs, you're done a little bit early. You're not doing as much work. You, the beer doesn't always feel justified. I like I like a justified beer. And also, I was gonna say because you there's no tap lines in the production facility, so right. you have to like go to the cold room, yep. grab your beer, crack that fucker open, or or horizontal Sit in tank. His car that's some, Ooh, that's right. straight from the horizontal tank. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that, damn. 
I'll come up for a shift. Let me know. Yeah, it's great. And then Peter then it. drives his weird car <laughs> yeah. around the brewery. It's not weird. What, what's, weird about, what, what's weird about a Honda Accord? The car in the brewery in the cans is weird in general. Oh, the Volkswagen Beetle. The, oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. That, that Listener, we beautiful. meant to do a podcast last year, but we got wrapped up. Shout out to the out. dimensional people who do VW stuff. Yeah, Buggin'. VW stuff? Buggin'. What does that mean? Uh, because Joe Bomber... Loves VWs. He collects, um, or I think he has one, um, yeah, VW bug. Yeah. No, no, not the bug, the bus. No, this is an airplane coming into the little hangar. Oh, my. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat on camera. It's, that's why it's I not this. flattering. It's, uh, yeah, that's why I did this. Do you need another clap? No, we're not cutting this. <laughs> It is really this good. This is purposely because it's on camera that I did this. <laughs> it's really good. I, I would mean, have not done this unless it was being recorded right there. I mean, speaking of dimensional love, shout out Nelson, who isn't here right now, that's here. Oh, we got a dimensional guy. One of, uh, one of the dimensional dudes moved here and is a manager downstairs. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah, he's not here today, but he's here. He's, he's here. Nelson, yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out, Nelson. He would have fit better in this group with his beard. Nelson's son. Nelson's son, yeah. Is that his name? That's yep. his name. Nelson's son? Nelson's yep. son. Nelson's son. Who is Nelson's father, then? Mm. Mm. That's the real question. S-O-N, son? Yeah. Where was the restaurant you were talking about? For what? Something son. Uncle Sons. Uncle Son. downtown Iowa City. Mm-hmm. It's not that far from here. No, not at all. It's a Chinese place. They're open really late. They Nelson? actually have real Chinese food. That's yeah. why I liked it. That's why I liked it. Cabrangoons. Where do you prefer? We gotta go back to talking. We get so off track so quick. Yeah, because you decided to airplane me some of this. (laughs) It was worth it. Because we were talking about Pete's favorite place, preferred place to work, and then your favorite place. And he said the Juice Factory was his preferred. The Juice Factory. Yeah. Yeah. I like um, I like Corville because it's easy. Have you ever brewed at a place so frequently that you? You can hear sounds even if you have headphones in and you're not listening. You just, just know. You just know. You know when the RO tank is overfilling because you're just like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm not even listening, but I hear that in the corner of my ear. You just know how it sounds. That's Corville. Just Corville, because you the love OG. experience. Corville, the OG. You do so many brewers there, it's it's second nature. So is this one the worst one because of just like being in front of the people and like being right next to the it's, bar? It's and- the worst one because... Shout out to the people who built it. They they sloped the floors away from the drains. No way. Yes way. Damn, that's iconic. <laughs> it's, it's great. <sighs> Does it ever flood the tap room? Yeah. No, it, no really? not, the, not the tap room, but the bar. It's they a uphill battle. We, we have say. to manage water really effectively here. Any water that gets on the floor, you're squeegeeing it right I would away. not do well here. I'm a water warrior, okay, some would so, say. So to give context, we can take some pictures later. But this is a five-barrel system here. It's a five-barrel system. And it's, like, stacked fermenters. Yes. yes. It's in a very well, small stack spot. stacked by tanks and then four fermenters. Yep. Oh, my God. Yep. What is, um, what's the craziest thing you guys have brewed here? In this, like, little little package. This little gift package. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just say that our OG light <laughs> is the craziest thing we ever brewed here. It is a 3.5% lager. Brewed with the Von Steiner yeast strain. Okay. And we just use Pilsner malt, and we just run it really dry, with very low mash temperature, 
very low alcohol, very dry, and the kids drink it up. They love it. And it's it's kind of iconic. So you have to like continually be brewing this. We're, beer. We are we are doubled back on fermenters with it. Damn. Yeah. Do you ever walk up to those kids and go, fucking gotcha. You're drinking craft beer, you yeah. idiot. Well, so like what is That's a, my job. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. What's a pint of OG then? Four dollars all the time. If Whoa. it's happy hour or Wednesday or Thursday night, it's two dollars. Isn't that great? Four dollars. Damn. Yeah. And this is like just Pilsner, you said? Just Pilsner malt. Um, Do you yeah. care to tell us which brand of Pilsner malt? Yeah, we use uh, we use Canada malting. So oh, okay. it's, it's an offshoot of uh, Great Western malting. Okay. Damn. That's our, five, it's our silo Pilsner malt. Yeah. It's three and a half in a five barrel. So it's like, it can't be that many bags. <laughs> like it's about it's about four bags. Yep. Damn. It's a small mash. <laughs> Very small mash. Yep. And we're done mashing in. We started mashing in, and we're done. Yep. That's great. Damn. I wanna. I literally want to come up here and brew some time. I just want to see how it works. It's I just want to like shadow you guys. We do. We like, do ninety minute boil. I feel like we get more protein strap out, and it's sure. it's really fun to just have extra time for your tank clean because you're you're doing that ninety minute boil, mm-hmm. and it's great beer to brew. I love it. Have you ever had an OG light? No, no, I don't think so. I would love to have one. I'll bring over some samples. When did it? When did it start to exist? Um, From here, it's, it's always existed. Really? Yep. Just in different. Why didn't forms we try it the last time, time we were here? So back before Christ, it was no, sorry <laughs> before Christ. Yeah. B O G A O G before O G and A after O G. What? This is the second pod? No, third podcast that we've. Second podcast in a week that we've referenced this. God? <laughs> BC, uh, the BC and a- AC. We always get on a weird religious tangents. But no, really though, when did it, when did it st- so it's been here since what the start? Midsummer? No. Late I feel yeah, like we didn't mid- talk about it well, at all last no, year when we were uh, here. Well, midsummer sometime, once we kind of figured out what we do late night here, we need to you know, provide something to the our clientele which is the college students and um as you know they mostly drink you know the high lifes the miller light and stuff like that and you're like you know what? let's do something here and just embrace it and do a good job of it and those guys came up with og light and the kids love it um maybe if they don't remember the name but they drink it and slowly that gets them into the beer a lot of the og light drinkers now have a juice factory or a tank puncher they you know grew Grew a pair and moved on, but it all starts with the OG light. Yeah, I always think you need that like transfer into the craft beer world, beer, and especially since you are on the ped ball, you definitely need to have something for that target audience. Because I don't remember if it was on recording, but we're in the third floor right now of this location, and this is like a call, like a dance. Yeah, hall. This is where the uh, this becomes a club. This We're on I, the dance floor right yeah, now. Yeah, you're in the middle. Oh, this is true. where the sweat is transferred from person to person. We're Damn. in it right now. Because beforehand, before you guys took this over, it was a three-tier bar as well. Yes. This is, yeah, we're standing, if <clears throat> anybody here is old, old Iowa City, this is the old field house. Okay. Um, is the bar we're standing in, and our location contains old Greys, mm-hmm. the old Giovannis, and field house. All packed into one. Damn, but people are responding to it well. 
Yeah, they love the late night. Um, they love the food and they love the beer. And it's uh, kind of a jack of all trades. And we do a lot of private parties and stuff. And people love the beer here. And OG Light, like on football games, it's it's going crazy. It's going crazy. Hell yeah. Yeah, because we're in the top floor bar area now. Mm-hmm. And which will open up later tonight after Wait. we leave. Yeah. And then there's also a basement bar on yeah. top of the normal tap room and merch. The basement bar is so fucking cool because yeah. that's where that's your guys' artist has the tarot cards. Yeah, the yeah. tarot cards. Those are so cool. Yeah, I feel like you, we talk about reunion. One of the things you think about when you think reunion is just the art. Like yeah. you say, and you just think of the art style and the packaging and everything. And it's, it's so unique and so like iconic in itself. And to have that stuff that hanging up around the place it's just well, like, like juice factory tank puncher the hefeweizen uh the ogipa floral which is kind of a departure it's not as character driven um <clears throat> but like those are like so much into your guys's branding now too and there's the is there a mural outside as well not outside this location okay but we got a, no but in coralville in coralville yep. yeah yep 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 yeah. uh but in our main dining room we have a huge floral thing that John Sims, I believe, like, how he did it was he glued it on. So you walk in, there's a huge, uh, like, uh, family picture. It's, like, a little bit derivative from, like, the OG IPA mm-hmm. art. But it's massive, and it's all just glued on there. It looks like it's just a part of the old-school brick that's been here forever. He, that's he amazing. painted it all out at our Corval location. Or, excuse me, all out at our Heinz Road location. And transferred it downtown, pasted it up. That is so it was immense. It was immense. It was crazy. We've talked a lot about like brand identity, even earlier today, and then mm-hmm. on different podcasts. And it's just like it's always good to have like you look at something and you can go, "I know that brand or that style." And if you see like the art on these, it's just like that's that's a reunion beer, or is that related to reunion? Because that art style reminds me of it. So even if it's not, it harkens back to a place, which is good for mind share of people. I really think having I really think having either a singular artist or a very defined like brand bible yeah yeah really goes so far like just what you're saying it's like I know a reunion beer when I see it other places like Confluence is very good about that other places as well even if you see a similar art style it almost makes you think about reunion first because well at least me because I'm a beer drinker. I'll be like I'll see like that cartoonish art style and like that character driven a little bit like. I wouldn't say absurdist, but like, you know. It's goofy. It's silly. It's like fun. Like if I was to see the Iron Giant done, like the design of Iron Giant done now, and I wouldn't have any context for that movie Iron Giant, I'd be like, is that a reunion beer character? You know what I (laughs) mean? What beer is that? No, no. Iron Giant, the movie. No, I know. But there's like the robot. Yeah. The robot. The robot's on a IPA. couple beers. It's on our reunion IPA. That's where it came out from. Okay. But if so I was we, just to see him, I'd be like, is that a reunion beer character? It's kind of cool. When he, the, I think the first artwork he drew for us was either El Rojo or the reunion IPA, the reunion family. And the idea behind the reunion IPA artwork, it's, it's four or five different characters huddled together, yeah. and they all look completely different, but that's what a reunion is. You, you mm-hmm. get back together with old family and old friends, and everyone's completely different personality but you, you get back together you get close you, you have your fun time yeah there's a there's a common thread going through it damn i, I love john sims yeah he's great dude it's it's, li- it's literally made your your gains stick your cans stick out 
Every so, everywhere. Every so often I'll talk to John and he'll he'll show new artwork and I'll say, oh, but what if it was more like this? And he's like, well, it can't because the characters. Oh, this, he type, like this type. Of, oh. He has his stories. He has, he's, he's like he's, lore behind he has, him and stuff. Has, what does yeah. the animated has, show start? He has rules yeah, behind. Three his animated stories. I mean, remember Pete when we were gonna think about releasing a comic? Yes. With a beer, it was dude. A that would be idea. sick. And uh, there's a whole backstory. I remember I went on a tangent one time about how Doctor Dank was the madman that created all these characters, like the Hefeweizen guy. That makes sense. Yeah, oh, and I love that. gave it a whole lore. But John is the mastermind behind all of it. But that'd be super sweet if we did do that one day. Was he uh, like, no, 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 no. Doctor Dank would never do that. No, but he has his own story. But I think that's what's fun with the characters is that uh, if you really just kind of got into it, you can make your own lore. And I would love that if you guys were the like authors of it and he was like he of course has his own stories do you guys all come together and like i mean guys marvel's kind of tanking right now maybe <laughs> reunions, reunions on, on the rise the rcu yeah the, the rcu yeah exactly <laughs> it could happen or the at least the reunion <laughs> comic book universe yeah get those sb numbers out there isn't that how you identify a comic book it's like sb one dot something something dot whatever it's like a number i don't know all i'm thinking is that like any kind of marketing thing you can do for beer pretty sick oh yeah comic book would be great well guys thank you so much of course thank you for coming yeah thank you thanks for having us this is amazing it's our first like um i almost said audio but it's visual (laughs) this is our first audio yeah yeah this is our first visual remember listeners whenever we say Hey, listeners, you're not here. The, and we describe something. Now they Check out the be. videos when we Do post videos. out videos of it. But this has been the Vorloff Hour reunion. Guys, where can we find you on social media? Gosh, we're, we're Reunion Brewery on Facebook Instagram. and Instagram. Yep. TikTok. We do some TikToks. It's not sanctioned TikToks. A lot of times it's, it's dumb ideas we have that are not necessarily beer related so I, don't i said the mentos the one way to the, Mento, the mentos people love that one. Oh my gosh the mentos one was me just thinking how ridiculous mentos commercials were and they were my favorite <laughs> they were my favorite growing up because you'd think like the guy didn't roll in paint to make a pinstripe suit and then he, then he goes to a job interview and the guy's like that pinstripe suit looks great and it's paint <laughs> so but did he get the job yeah we don't know but it, they, they shake hands but i want i want the next Ten seconds of him going, "You're fucking crazy. <laughs> You've rolled in paint." And then he's like, he, he's giving him the job just right. to get him out of the building. You're right, right, right. Yeah. Security, we'll to get this man out of here. Uh, yes. Before I go, I just want everybody to comment what movie I should go to before the, January 31st. Before January 31st, 2024, at Flix Brew House. Fifty Two Shades of Grey. Just remind, and also audience, remind me. You can tag me that. His significant other also has to pay for their ticket. Yeah. <laughs> and I will let you know this right now. I will not make that person pay for their ticket when he books a ticket. I will make sure they get in as well. I will make sure Jack makes them pay for a ticket. Or they could just message me. I'm Flix Brewer Jack on social. Or you can just comment on the Vorloff Hour and destroy me alive like you normally do. Everyone's out there. They're thinking, very mean to me. I'm going to no, get a free I, ticket. I'm going to message him and I'm going to say, I'm Noah's <clears> girlfriend. <throat> I wait. I, th- I think they're gonna tell Noah to see Wonka. It'll be old at that well, point. Well, it's coming out in February. We don't know. So it has event. to be before. It has to be in January. It's before January, January. or the, it's before February. But this podcast won't come out till when? Oh no! Oh, you're right. I mean, we can make some content. 
beforehand, so no one will we'll know. We'll double before. episode in a month, and then you'll be like, we're behind again. <laughs> Nathan would love us to put two regular episodes yeah. out in a month. Uh, maybe like Zone of Interest or something, some like really like heavy Oscar bait. Stuff. You bring it to me, and I'll make it good for whenever you want. February, whenever this podcast comes out, you let them know, and I'll make a hey, magically. It's good for. Insert the date here, Nathan. Whatever date we want. There we go. Got He's gonna good. get me again, though. Nathan's been getting me whenever I ask him for stuff lately. <laughs> well, it's Wonka. Wonka. It definitely will be Wonka. Come or with actually, me. Godzilla minus one. Then Fire you'll film. See. I, I hear good things about that. It's so good. Yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, A world of shitty beer imaginations. Then we'll be. This has been the Vorloff Hour. The Vorloff Hour. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Threads. Message me. And other things. MySpace. That you hate me. Zanga. Live journal. I won't play Zanga games with you at all. Thank you. Tell your friends. Drink some reunion beer. Go find some floral. Sip it. Yum. Rip it. This has been a production of the Vorloff Hour, the official podcast of the Iowa Brewers Guild. Special thanks to Andrew Hoyt for the intro music and Balanced Scale Media, LLC, for our sponsor segments and outro music. Find the Vorloff Hour wherever podcasts are found. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram.